everyone, QA About ESL Podcast episode 13 is here. My guest for today is Alex. He is a talented engineer who currently works on promising technology for a small startup in Los Angeles. Previously, he had experience working in Germany and South Korea. We talked about his insights into the language and culture of those countries. Welcome to the 13th episode. Uh, hi, hi guys. Yeah, my name is Alex. I am uh, or Alexey, which is a Russian name, but I prefer to use my some sort of English name uh, for convenience for people I'm talking. Um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm electrical engineer. I work uh, in small company. We develop uh, we, we develop a brain to computer interfaces. Uh, um, yeah, so. I'm living in United States for uh, more than five years. Uh, before we came here from uh, Korea, South Korea, uh, I was worked uh, in South Korea in Samsung, uh, also as electrical engineer. And uh, yeah, before Korea, I I worked a little bit in Germany, and then. Uh, and before I was working in Russia, in uh, Saint Petersburg, uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like uh, I'm an electrical engineer, also a little bit software. Uh, I do uh, I do a software development for uh, for devices. Uh, for uh, yeah, I, I have different experience with different kind of uh, electronics. Uh, uh, with for power electronics and uh, uh, electric vehicles, I don't know, medical systems right now. Oh, yeah, I, I also have some experience with the research and uh, uh, science. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I am trying to have some fun with this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, uh, you, it feels like you're a person who likes to learn a lot. So, and uh, you always like on the edge uh, on the industry, probably. Because uh, this um, research is like uh, what you're doing right now. It's really like fascinating stuff, which is very promising uh, for all humankind. I, I would not even say just for America or for someone like personally, but for for, for yeah, many that's true. Yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying I'm trying to be entertained. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So, uh, tell me your story, your ESL story. Basically, what how I'm uh, I'm just going to tell it uh, our audience that you your first language uh, is Russian, right? So correct. How you... Yes, but mm-hmm. yes, but I also learned Ukrainian a little bit in school. Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, and how how your um, like uh, how your uh, English journey started, English language journey started. How you learn English, learn English. Well, how it started, you know, I think uh, most of us from Russia will learn English in school, uh, middle school. So around, I don't know, so around when you ten year ten years old, you you are starting learning. Uh, same thing. Uh, yeah, uh, I started learning, but I, uh, to be honest, I never. I never was successful in languages. Uh, yeah, so I learned. I was learning English as a, just a school subject, uh, just just very boring uh, school subjects, and that's it. Uh, but eventually, it, it came as a skill, uh, as a communication skill, because uh, after when I started my career, engineering career, right? So I uh, I have to speak uh, and read 
first of all, read and write. First, read some uh, technical doc documentations, te technical papers, and then uh, communicate with some people abroad, and then go abroad eventually, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is how my English skills developed. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not like, really like a school or formal education. Mm -hmm. It's like a real experience mm -hmm. <laughs> with real people. <laughs> yeah, so you basically used, you learned something from school and something from university probably, yeah? And then you just practiced it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, my first, uh, I would say, uh, my first experience with, with the language, with English language, was mm -hmm. in Poland. Uh, I came for, uh, when I was studying in university, uh, I had, I had uh, internship, internship in Poland mm -hmm. uh, just for three months. It was very interesting. It's the first experience abroad and mm -hmm. it was really, really interesting. Uh, even though uh, Polish language is very similar to Russian or Ukraine, it's actually a different language. So if you don't know this language, you can't communicate. And then uh, uh, there were people from Poland, uh, from Russia, from Ukraine uh, in the same office. And then uh, our communication language was English. And my English was awful, really, really bad, really bad. But it's like I just started uh, like doing this, just talking to people in English. Uh, yeah, it was very interesting. <laughs> yeah, but you also probably know more like specific words, right? Uh, which is uh, using for researches or for some yeah, exactly. like, kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I know. I know many people started with uh, mo uh, watching movies. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, it's it's not my case. I started uh -huh. like with professional language. I would say uh, technical and professional language. It, was it hard uh, comparison with movies? What would you say? Um, I don't think so. Well, um, I think uh, the technical language is very constrained. Mm -hmm. It's a very limited uh, vocabulary, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you, you essentially use words uh, to to basically communicate, to describe problems. I don't know, like uh, uh, describe uh, some technical solutions uh, and so on. So it's more about uh, ideas. Mm -hmm. Not about emotions. I mean, when you watch movie or uh, or basically communicate uh, with somebody on daily basis, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So it's more about emotion. So it's like uh, your feelings, right? Okay. Uh, in technical, in technical, uh, with technical English, it's more about ideas, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it might be it's just different. It's not simpler or harder. Just different. Okay. So mm -hmm. it's just a communication uh, about different stuff. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. It's. I think it's like a different, um, kind of different way of, uh, as you say, it's like a different way of communication. And in some some level, it's kind of different language inside of English language, I think. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's, I think it basically works for any language uh, in general, because uh, in Russian, it's the same. Sometimes you, it's hard to understand what people in some professional area talks about because you don't know the words <laughs> they're using. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you can imagine. So uh, tell me more how you uh, how you communicate with people in Samsung uh, at, at Korea. Uh, was it uh, harder and what, what was your experience? I mean, in the case of culture, you know, because it's totally different country. So tell me about yeah, it's it. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's very different. Uh, uh, yeah, before Korea, actually, I uh, I spent uh, like one year in Germany, mm -hmm. and that was quite different uh, from Russia. And then 
I was thinking, oh, that's, that's, this is really different. But then I came to Korea and then this was like a really like different planet, you know, like it's so different. And um, yeah, it's really culture, culture barrier and language barrier. Mm-hmm. But uh, in Samsung, actually, there are many people who educated, who studied uh, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, not, not like a lot, but uh, like many people, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they kind of guide you. Mm-hmm. So oh. they, they experienced uh, before like Western mm-hmm. type of culture and Western type of, uh, you know, professional professional life and pr- approach to um, like to uh, approach to like professional some matters right mm-hmm. so uh, they uh, they kind of guided me which was uh, very useful um, and uh, actually t- to be honest uh, I'm like uh, uh, still in contact with these people uh, they kind of friends uh, from mm-hmm. from my time in Korea uh, yeah but this was very different and uh, most most of most of people are very friendly in Korea, really, uh, but a lack of uh, communication, like lack of, uh, uh, like they are willing to help you, like really, they want to help you, but they don't want, don't know what to do because they, they can't understand you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, uh, for me, that was not easy, I would say, mm-hmm. because, uh, uh, yeah, I tried to learn Korean, I would say, but uh, it's, it, this is was no more for, for fun not for mm-hmm. uh really like learning korean <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i can imagine it's, i i think that korean is very hard to learn i mean uh, all languages which includes uh hieroglyphs those like symbols i think it's so hard to understand because i've tried to get this concept but this is really hard I mean, actually, you know what? You know what? Uh, Korean language is uh, is an exception because, uh, oh, really? uh, like, their uh, their pictograms is uh, is an alf- as alphabet. So mm-hmm. when you see uh, the picture, the mm-hmm. uh, uh, the icon, right? So mm-hmm. uh, you can decode. Uh, mm-hmm. You can basically uh, one pictogram consists up to four letters. This is just oh. four letters grouped together. So mm-hmm. you essentially can read. Uh, letter by, by letter, uh, mm-hmm. Korean words, and then uh, it's very interesting that they have many, many English words, like really oh. many, like a lot, and then mm-hmm. uh, even for really simple things, mm-hmm. like for example, uh, for example, I don't know, pen, like mm-hmm. when we write, right, pen, mm-hmm. so they, don't, they don't have a Korean word for that, mm-hmm. but they use an English word for that. So you can, oh. you can, you might, you might read a, a Korean. Uh, text like uh, mm-hmm. written in Korean, and then you can recognize some English words. So this is like reading uh, in Korean is very useful if you know English. Because <laughs> <laughs> you really can read and understand sometimes, uh-huh. not all the time, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. They have, uh, but most of the words they have, uh, uh, these are Chinese. So mm-hmm. they have Chinese, maybe I don't know, ninety percent of Chinese and then ten percent of uh, English. I don't know. It's my take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, definitely. It's all about your take, like about your experience. It's uh, it's definitely like we understand it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I actually had a uh, one of the one of the uh, first my guests. Uh, she was from Korea, and uh, we studied English here together, and she talked about uh, uh, her experience, how it was from like transferring from uh, Korean language to the English. And she said, yeah, this is uh, very like, di- sometimes it's difficult to understand even some concepts. 
because of the culture. And uh, my next question actually uh, connected with this. Uh, what was the weirdest part? <laughs> Maybe not weirdest, but uh, most difficult part to understand in the in the in Korean culture for you. I, I know already that you had this like bu bumper <laughs> between Russia and uh, uh, Germany, for instance, and then you go to come come to Korea. But yeah, still, what was most uh, most like? Um, how to say most shocking experience maybe or okay. sh shocking not necessarily in bad way maybe in good way so how it so you know what uh, uh, well uh, <laughs> this is this is great question but uh, to be honest like you know you you are usually not really so you're trying to remember good things right so yeah, sure. you, you usually you usually don't remember bad things okay so <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh, but i would say uh maybe everything is related uh on age mm -hmm. let's so so the first question they ask uh, what is your name the second mm -hmm. the second question is uh, how old are you and mm -hmm. then it's uh the age uh, mm -hmm. like how old are you uh, uh, it, uh, it defines many things. Like it defines if if I am like one year older, mm -hmm. uh, then my opinion uh, matters. If I'm mm -hmm. like one year younger, my opinion doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like every. But it's it's very old tradition, uh, mm -hmm. obviously, right? And this like we don't have here, or mm -hmm. we don't have uh, this in Russia, uh, mm -hmm. like in that order. So this mm -hmm. is the order of this uh, uh, dependency. Uh, like uh, it's very very like it's very dependent uh, mm -hmm. and uh, it's really uh, your boss mm -hmm. uh, uh, he has or she has to be older mm -hmm. and uh, he has to be older than everyone in the group mm -hmm. otherwise uh, uh, he was not uh, like a complete leader if somebody mm -hmm. is older than him then uh, he can disregard his opinion okay mm -hmm. so it's like a it's very this was a very shocking experience, I would say. Mm -hmm. But uh, again, this is a traditional, um, like a traditional element of the culture. But uh, again, there are many people who are educated uh, abroad, and they they obviously don't follow this rule. Okay, mm -hmm. so they don't care about age uh, mm -hmm. that that much. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, I think this is the the most. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So let's back to the Germany. Uh, what was more uh, different uh, from Russia to Germany? comparison Russia and well, Germany? Well, I mean, uh, Germany is a different thing. The, the Germany, like the first thing that uh, I observed, uh, everything is uh, over-organized. <laughs> over-organized? It's interesting. Over okay, everything. tell me more about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, and we, everyone actually knows, right? Russia is kind of mm -hmm. like a country of freedom. So it's actually kind of similar uh, to America. Uh, people mm -hmm. are not always following following rules uh, mm -hmm. or uh, and then but it's uh, opposite in germany in germany mm -hmm. like people are uh, like really is there a rule mm -hmm. so, so first of all they trying to establish establish mm -hmm. rules uh, in their like a daily life uh, and uh, and then follow these rules like and uh, like blindly, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes re really blindly. Mm -hmm. uh, and this was really shocking. Uh, for example, uh, and it's not only like a, a behavioral, it's not a, not a behavior, but it's mm -hmm. also like uh, organizing things about, around you, right? Like uh, cleaning stuff and like uh, really like people are trying to 
really to 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 behave and to mm-hmm. to actually like trying to live in some order mm-hmm. i remember i i'm, I'm i was i was buying some stuff uh, for our lab mm-hmm. um, and uh, i asked the lab manager like okay i have this stuff I bought it. Uh, what should I do? And he and, and, and he told me like, no, we don't need this stuff because we don't have a place for this. <laughs> so I cannot I cannot place it. Okay. I, I need to have a bin or a shelf like somewhere, mm-hmm. and I cannot like just like leave it here. So mm-hmm. everything needs needs to be its own place. Okay. Mm-hmm. This was this was pretty shocking, I would say too. <laughs> <laughs> would you say it, it was helpful in uh, in in case of work? Or it, it was more like m- most more disturbing uh, from work. How, how it was? Well, uh, it was okay. It was okay. Well, yeah. you know, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it was not the worst. I would say uh, sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's not. You just mm-hmm. need to basically do. You need to approach this uh, pragmatically. Okay. Yeah. It just it's just it's just like a, just one thing. Uh, it's element of culture, obviously, mm-hmm. and then people. People are living this life like uh, uh, from the beginning, right? So it's like it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So, uh, what would you say is the most uh, most different m- most different thing uh, from Russia to to the U- U.S.? How how about this cultural experience? <laughs> what was most different? I don't know. Uh, uh, there are there are there are many many things uh, which are similar actually uh, more similar more more than people are thinking. But mm-hmm. I would say maybe the difference is that uh, people approach each other informally, like really mm-hmm. informally. Like uh, I don't know. Like so usually I pr- I was thinking that. It's it's actually very contrasting from Korean. So mm-hmm. uh, from in um, in Korea, you when you approach somebody and like your colleague mm-hmm. or your friend, you say, "Oh, I'm sorry for disturb you. Could you please devote uh, some some time for me for my question?" Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Even this, even if if this is your kind of close colleague, and then people are super super polite, like like mm-hmm. extremely polite to each other. Mm-hmm. Even even if they are like a close. Uh, closely related mm-hmm. in america it's like very different it's kind of like in, very informal like people mm-hmm. uh i say like, hey yo please uh, no like hey yo help me or like mm-hmm. no like i mean like nothing like that you know mm-hmm. like this is kind of different but mm-hmm. i think it's also fine it's okay and also it's uh, in terms of uh, communication it's a shorter like right so yeah. when you approach somebody and like without uh all these additional words, mm-hmm. we can maybe get help uh, faster, mm-hmm. or I don't yes. know, like, I think, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's understandable, definitely, yeah. So uh, I think in Russia, it's sometimes uh, I have this, uh, like, mentality, I mean, I've heard about this mentality from different people, and maybe I'm also kind of keeping it, keeping it but uh, people think that you don't need, uh, you don't need to talk too much with people, uh, they scared if you, for instance, ca- coming and asking about something because they think that you need something from them, right? It's like the culture, the small talk culture, right? Uh, here, uh, it was scary <laughs> at first time for me personally. Uh, how to? I didn't know why should I ask all those questions or why should I answer on the, all those questions? And this this person even didn't ask my name, so 
we just, uh, for instance, I just stayed in the, I waited um, in line and the guy behind me, he, he asked something. I answered, he said, oh, you have an accent. Where are you from? Oh, I was in Moscow once, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I was so confused, like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. And then, okay, have a nice day, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we just go uh, in uh, different uh, different sides. So, like, uh, I, I was really, like... Um, I was really amazed by this uh, uh, culture specific. So, uh, how about you? What do you think about small talk? Uh, do you feel? Well, I mean, like... I, I was pre I was prepared. I would say oh. I was prepared. I was prepared because uh, it's not that uh, kind uh, in Germany. But in Germany, you also could experience small talk. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and since my, you know, I can speak English, but I essentially can speak German. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I was learning German and. Uh, I can understand some phrases, but I mm -hmm. cannot like speak like English, mm -hmm. like in English. And then, uh, but people, and then I look like a German guy. I really look like, okay. And then it was like a source of confusion always. Mm -hmm. Like the people approaching me in a store or, uh, you know, in university, and then they try, they're trying to do a small talk. And then they, mm -hmm. they, they found like that they don't speak German. It's was, mm -hmm. Was, was really confusing yeah mm -hmm. i yeah i understand it's it's okay i think it's okay uh it's just a different culture again so uh, you you need to adapt to this you know like mm -hmm. you, you're living in this culture right and then like you're interacting with people and mm -hmm. then if people are if they prefer to to do something in their way that's fine it's just mm -hmm. you need to just adapt to this mm -hmm. uh, get used to this right yes yes i agree yeah uh, so, speaking about the language, uh, can you n uh, name a few words uh, from the top of your mind, if you have those, uh, which you feel uh, better work uh, to, uh, to describe the things um, as your own language, your first language? So, um, I'm, I'm trying to uh, create, come up with an example. Um, something like when you want to describe something and this, this word uh, describes it better than Russian, for instance. Uh, have you been in this situation? Have you ever felt something like that? Yeah, I, yeah, to be honest, like a lot. Uh, yeah, there are many words which are, which are, I think, yeah, you know, you know, if you are thinking, I don't, I can't ex ex describe this, but mm -hmm. sometimes uh, you are, you essentially you are kind of switching in between modes. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you are thinking uh, in English. Mm -hmm. So your your thinking process formulates it in English. So and then uh, and then when you experience uh some events right then you're trying to describe it in english and then you, you might you might also uh use russian but then but since these events are happening here mm -hmm. and then people around are also speaking english then everything kind of in english in your mind mm -hmm. and uh, and then and then it feels like uh, some words from some english words are better or, for description some events or some, some i don't know mm -hmm. uh, yeah but to be honest i don't remember like out of my head mm -hmm. i don't know uh, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's not necessarily like if you don't, uh, if you. No, but don't but really... yeah, but I agree. I agree with you. There are a lot, lot, lot of uh, words that uh, are better, uh, mm -hmm. better for something mm -hmm. than in my. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, but particularly, actually, particularly mm -hmm. in technical field. In technical field, we don't have in Russian. We don't have uh, names for for a lot. A lot oh, of things, really? like really, uh, terminology uh, is English in English, in electronics, uh, software development, um, bioscience. A lot of mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of uh, English words, and then um, there is no translation sometimes mm -hmm. for for some terminology. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think you know what it's actually. We came for the question which i always asking uh i think almost everybody in this podcast so what would you say is the culture um affects language or language affects culture what you described just uh, just now i think it's how culture affects language so uh, basically in russia for instance we don't have uh, so many institutions um for the uh some like um how to say for we don't have so uh, like uh, good base for science right uh, nowadays so uh, maybe this is why we don't have new new words for this for description for describing uh, some particular events or some particular things so uh, what would you say is the culture most affects language or language affects culture most what what is the it's uh, uh it's it's a difficult question i would say uh uh so you know what it's a, just a terminology okay so it's like we have some things right so we have mm -hmm. like a thing we mm -hmm. have a thing and we need to name it so mm -hmm. we need to come up with the name uh to this uh like you know behavior or something right it doesn't matter uh and then it just um you just need to convince or establish. You need to establish the terminology. So you mm -hmm. should say this thing call is called A, mm -hmm. or this that thing call is called B. So mm -hmm. it's just terminology, and it doesn't matter which word is actually being used. It it could be a I don't know a random combination mm -hmm. of symbols. I don't know. It doesn't matter really. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's a like IKEA, like IKEA named their yeah, yeah exactly, uh, their exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> it, it's like it could be arbitrary, arbitrary words. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't matter. Is it even a language? Right, mm -hmm. just a name, uh, like to identify, mm -hmm. uh, identify. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, yeah, uh, but actually, interesting question. Uh, interesting thing that um, uh, historically, um, Russia technically and scientifically uh, was connected with Germany, and mm -hmm. then we actually in in the technology we have uh, a lot of German words. Uh, oh, yeah. We don't even we don't even uh, uh, um, know about that. But uh, when you are studying German, uh, specifically German technical language, mm -hmm. you can you can actually find a lot of uh, familiar words from Russian. I mean, uh, obviously. So it's, it's mm -hmm. a, this Russian uh, this came uh, from uh, Germany to Russian language, um, mm -hmm. because just uh, affect, uh, Germany affected um, development of of the uh, science and technology in Russia, mm -hmm. uh, right? And then the same thing happened in Korea, right? So it's a huge huge influence 
from America, mm -hmm. uh, South Korea, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's interesting to think actually about North North Korea mm -hmm. uh, because they uh, they essentially uh, I'm pretty much sure I don't know obviously, but I'm pretty much sure they have a lot of Russian words or maybe Chinese words for for some uh, technological or scientific uh, uh, terms mm -hmm. uh, for scientific terminology, uh, which is uh, in South Korea, English words used for that, but I think the same thing uh, is called in North Korea by Russian name or Chinese name. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I think it's true that the culture affects uh, language, mm -hmm. uh, but it really doesn't matter. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's just, uh, I, I also heard, uh, for example, in French, uh, they are trying to basically establish like all this uh, foreign foreign words mm -hmm. for uh, for technological and scientific um, things they are trying to basically get rid of it they're mm -hmm. trying to establish uh, like native uh, native uh, french names for uh, for this uh, new stuff mm -hmm. uh, i think it's just a matter of uh, how people are approach this mm -hmm. uh, approaching this uh, do they want to um, to use uh, external uh, foreign words or do they want to come up mm -hmm. with the uh, uh, come up with the, yeah, 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 some some like original one. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, yeah. Ukrainian Ukrainian language also because I studied Ukrainian Ukrainian language. Mm -hmm. um, also, they struggle sometimes uh, to come up with uh, some uh, names for technological uh, or technical uh, stuff, mm -hmm. and then they also invent words, mm -hmm. uh, and you know. <laughs> They don't want to use Russian names mm -hmm. for that, and sometimes they want to use their own, like mm -hmm. Ukrainian uh, words. That they so they come up with they're coming up with the uh, original names. Yeah, it's fine. It's mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the interesting thing thing about uh, Ukrainian language also. I have a friend who she's uh, from Ukraine and she's from um, how it's called the uh, Western Ukraine, and um, I'm. Kind of partly, I, I can't speak uh, I can't speak uh, Ukrainian, but I can understand Ukrainian, and uh, I thought that I, I can understand Ukrainian, but uh, suddenly she just sometimes she just switched from Russian to Ukrainian, and I just can understand only like partly what she means for some like con uh, words in the context. So context i understand okay this is mean probably this one and this is probably something like that but her language it's very difficult different from uh for instance part of ukraine U ukraine which is closer to the to russia right so uh it's interesting that on the small territory as a uh, ukraine uh which ukraine is uh they have like a different ukrainian language which is like then closer to the poland it is then more uh, far from Russian it is. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of geographically lang language, uh, geographically oriented language, kind of. Correct. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, it is not uniform. Yeah, mm -hmm. the language, uh, Ukrainian language is not uniform, it's true. Uh, uh, but I would say Pol Polish language, the language mm -hmm. in Poland is very different. It's really mm -hmm. different. So, like, I was thinking 
that okay i know i know ukraine i can understand point mm-hmm. uh, polish language no mm-hmm. it's not true <laughs> <laughs> okay it would be, it would make uh, many stuff easier for sure if you can know one language and then you can just yeah. they, un- like- they understand no they understand in Poland there are a lot of ukrainian people they, they understand sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Got it. okay alex thank you very much for your time i i really appreciate you uh thank you for you being my, my guest today okay thank you thank you so much too okay The show is produced in partnership with Saddleback Radio. A new show each Monday at 2 p.m. Have a great week.